All right, welcome to Jetstream Live. Uh, super excited to be here with Blake Bauer. He's our executive media buyer at, here at Jetstream. Uh, so super excited to be here talking about Facebook ads versus Google ads. So uh, really excited to dig in on that and, and chat with Blake uh, about that. So Blake, thanks so, so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mike. Uh, yeah, really excited to uh, get into this topic and just dig into everything. Yeah, awesome. So b before we do that, if you don't mind, just giving us a little bit of background uh, on your experience uh, with with Facebook ads, Google ads, and what you've been doing as a media buyer. Yeah, so uh, I'd say my experience is probably, you know, about about six years in the space of like digital marketing, specifically e-commerce, you know, uh, kind of got my start in, uh, in the typical dropshipping type of area. So building my own Shopify stores, uh, growing and, and scaling them with Facebook ads and Google ads. Um, when it was a lot easier kind of back in the day. Uh, so got a ton of experience, um, you know, through again, building my own stores. And then over the time transitioned into working with various clients, um, you know, just through freelancing or, or through my own agency, actually. Um, and again, same idea, helping e-commerce brands scale up with Facebook and Google ads. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a long journey and, and a ton to learn in that uh, area, but, uh, just kind of something I'm passionate about now. And, uh, Awesome. Yeah, it is. It is something that's like always changing. It's like chasing a, a moving target, right? Like, you know, what's, yeah. what's going to change today? What's going to change in six months? Uh, yeah. and, and it is something that uh, makes it fun, but also could be frustrating when you're like, oh, I've got this thing that's working. It's doing great. You come in and it's like, nope, can't do that anymore. Uh, and yeah. You have to figure out where to go from there. But that's also yeah. what makes it fun and exciting. So yeah, exactly. I agree. I think I think that that is what makes it like so enticing as as somebody who just kind of likes like a growth mindset of, of always being like learning uh but just in the tech space i think you know these are just really quickly changing industries so uh, you know just one of those things that you kind of just have to adapt and, and always kind of be on top of the new information that's coming out yeah absolutely so let's uh let, let's dig in on facebook ads versus google ads uh, and I, I did create a LinkedIn post yesterday that I that I put out there. And of course, people are commenting, you know, that's like, you know, you're not comparing apples to apples, you know, you're comparing, yeah. comparing apples to oranges. They are very yeah. different. There's very different reasons to use each. Um, yeah. But but maybe you can just talk about, you know, Facebook ads versus Google ads and specific to e-commerce uh, uh, stores and and, you know, being successful with them. Yeah, so I, I do have some notes here. Um, I'm not sure if we're like able to share share screen or anything. We don't have to do that. But what I would start out with in terms of when looking at an e-commerce brand and and say you know you're limited by budget or you kind of just want to just invest into one platform and really know that that's going to be the platform for you, it's just important to start out with your market overall and understanding where your market is in relation to your product. And even just with building your brand, I'm sure that's, you know, any good, you know, founder or owner of an e-commerce brand, that's kind of where you start is understanding, okay, how is your product positioned in the market and understanding how, you know, aware your customers are of your particular product or solution. So, you know, all the way from unaware, right, to problem aware, solution aware, uh, product aware, or, or most aware. So they're like completely aware of your brand um, and, and, and the products that you provide. So with that understanding, Right. And, and as a foundation for that, that's kind of where I would really break down Facebook ads versus Google ads, where I think Facebook ads shines more in, you know, unaware markets or problem aware markets where you have a specific focus on, let's say, like one product or one key offer that, you know, you can uh, easily target. Right. Uh, say through a video ad or, or, or an image ad, whatever it might be um, to those unaware or problem aware people 
right? And, uh, and and that's what really enables the scalability of Facebook ads, which is why it's it's so popular, especially for like dropshipping um, or just, you know, overall like scaling brands up really quickly as it's kind of been known for is because of that potential versus Google ads. It's, it's really awesome. I think it's even had more traction over the last couple of years. Uh, but Google ads is, is again, more for like solution where product aware customers, just because you can tap into, you know, the organic search intent. Um, you know, people are just Googling for your product, let's say, uh, and you can tap into that or, you know, other things that are related to your product. You know, you can uh, get in front of your customer easily through shopping campaigns or search campaigns. Uh, and then, you know, display remarketing, same kind of thing. But I would say Facebook shines more on the cold acquisition um, mm-hmm. versus Google more so for people that are, as I said, solution aware or, or problem product aware. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So so I, I grew up on like my media buying started out in, in like PPC search, right? Google ads or AdWords yeah. as it was called at the time. Right. And so I fell in love with the intent that comes with with a keyword search. Right. Yeah. And so you're kind of grabbing people at the bottom of the funnel without them knowing that they're the, the brand is aware. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. They're not yeah. aware of your brand. So it's like, OK, I'm looking for red shoes. I'm like, OK, do I want yeah. Adidas, Nike or this like random new brand that I've never heard of? Yeah. That new brand still has a chance to get a sale because they just need to convince them that it's their brand. Yeah. But the person yeah. is already searching for red shoes. But yeah. I think one thing that so so I really like that part of Google Ads. But I think yeah, one thing that people forget about Google Ads is that you know it's not just search. You know, there's display, yeah. there's YouTube. You know, there's there's you know placement targeting, retargeting, yeah. all these different things, all these different types of campaigns. And but the same thing with with Facebook as well, right? Like I'll mention Facebook ads, and people are like, yeah, you didn't mention Instagram ads. It's like, well, it's already baked yeah, into yeah. it because. You know, yeah. I know that, but the, the client may not. So maybe you could just talk a little bit about that in terms of beyond the idea of search versus social, yeah. but really I, like the platform, the network. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's a great point, obviously. I mean, I think, yeah, you think of Google Ads, you're, you're more so to think, okay, there's a search platform, right? That's where you can tap into. But they are so, so much more than that, right? In terms of, right, display, YouTube, all those different platforms. And again, I mean, just social versus Google, I mean, they both have their place, right? And for e-commerce, I mean, you're typically going to be optimizing for purchase, right? And that's the main goal. And as you kind of said, right, Google, I think it's one of those things where it's potentially easier because you can tap into it more so at the at the bottom of the funnel. But in relation to what's going to be best for your platform and kind of just comparing the two, right, they, they do the same, the same job technically, right? Right. So if you have like really amazing... Uh, you know, video content and your, you know, really awesome content that you can post on YouTube, right? Then maybe Google ads is for you because, you know, there's specific YouTube channels that you can tap into for your specific product that, you know, is going to be positioned well, and you have really great content that just works well on YouTube, right? So that is a case where, all right, maybe it makes sense for you then to invest heavily into to Google ads and specifically YouTube ads, and just makes more sense versus, you know, a brand that is more inclined to have um, really great product imagery, uh, has connections with, you know, Instagram influencers, uh, has a really great social following that they've built up. That's a case where it makes a lot more sense, I think, to to invest into Facebook ads overall, because, yeah, again, I think that I think that's where like they differ a lot is the Google has the social platform of YouTube, but it's it's a lot different than Instagram or Facebook versus you know, the social platform that you're kind of tapping into, you know, is a, is a giant network that people like, like to go to, you know, look at various posts, um, you know, from 
content that they follow from their friends, family. Um, and so you have to kind of position yourself a lot different um, based on these platforms. And again, I think that's going to just tailor if you're looking to kind of get started in either one based on the type of content you have, uh, again, your market and, and knowing kind of where you're going to best have success based on those factors. Yeah. And YouTube is such a funny one, right? Like I kind of position it like, like if I had to choose, I'm like, well, it's kind of a social platform, but then it's like, no, it's yeah. also a huge search engine, right? Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, it's, it's a video thing. So it's tough to, uh, to really, to put a, um, you know, a, a title on that or put it into a category. Yeah. Um, yeah so, YouTube... so Raphael, sorry, go ahead. Uh, but Raphael yeah, has a good say... question that I want to follow up on. But... Oh, okay. Awesome. Man. I go ahead. Your comment. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, YouTube is one of those things where it's, Facebook and Instagram, like they're like everybody pretty much posts on there, right? Versus YouTube is one of those things where it's like just the influencers post and like companies post. It's like it's not as user generated, I find. Right. Um, and, you know, but it can be very, very effective. If, Like I said, if you have really great video content for, you know, YouTube ads and, and you know how to position and where to target them. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, Raphael has a good question that I want to jump into because you know we have positioned this talk as like one versus the other. But uh, so Raphael yeah. asks, uh, aren't you losing too much by choosing one over the other? Yeah. So uh, it, it depends, right? And, and that's kind of a you know a, a broad question. And I would say in general, right, you're going to definitely lose out by using one over the other, because realistically all brands now, right? If you want to be successful, you need to have a, a holistic strategy, right? You likely need to be posting on Instagram and Facebook, right? And have some sort of, uh, you know, strategy there. And also have a strategy on organic SEO, as well as SEM. So search engine marketing with Google. And so typically, yeah, I mean, you're going to be missing out for sure, especially if there's already, you know, solution aware, product aware people who are searching for your product. And, you know, you're just deciding to go strictly on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you know, you're going to be losing out on, on some, uh, you know, easy sales there, right? So it makes sense to really expand into that. And that's one of the things I like about Google ads is it's, it's a lot more, I'd say autonomous than Facebook, right? You can kind of set it up um, with some of their smart features and, and kind of just leave it and it's going to get you a great return. Um, but same thing goes for, for Facebook, right? If you already have somewhat of a social following, right? You have a clear um, customer persona who you know you can target, on Facebook and Instagram, but you're just investing into Google ads, trying to capture all the, the potential search keywords that relate to your product, YouTube ads, et cetera, but you have a great social following and uh, and you're not tapping into that as well. Um, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. I think, I think the main thing for, if you're looking at cold acquisition, that's where you might wanna focus on one platform or the other, because that's where most of your time is gonna be eaten up anyways, but definitely for like remarketing efforts, I would say both are, um, it's really important for any brand to, to be focused on both in that regard. Yeah. And I think, you know, thinking back to like, you know, taking a step back from the, from the platforms and thinking about the client and then thinking about the strategy, yeah. uh, a strategy would absolutely contain like, we're going to go to search because people are searching for this keyword, but yeah. we're going to market or remarket to those people on Facebook or yeah, yeah. we're going to drive up searches for the brand by creating this awareness on Facebook. And then we're going to capture those people when they come over to Google. So you can absolutely exactly, yeah. get them to work together. But yeah. the big challenge in all of that is they're not necessarily playing nice in like, oh yeah, no, we we helped assist Google get that conversion. Yeah, right? yeah They're yeah, both yeah. saying like, yeah. we got this conversion. So you have to be aware of the attribution, yeah. but uh, comments on that, like how to use them together. Uh, yeah. Strategies well, behind I'm that. 
Yeah, I was just going to say like, like pretty much just how you touched on there. I mean, that's one of the main strategies I would say that is most successful is taking a market that is say unaware or or problem aware, right? Making them aware of the problem and how your say unique product is slightly different, right? And positioned well in the market. And you start to drive up some really awesome demand on Facebook, right? Naturally, that's going to spill over to Google ads. Now they're going to start to search for your brand or specifically, mm -hmm. right? Your new product category that you've you know, kind of created, let's say, right? And so in that case, right, that's where you'd want to blend a strategy that is able to kind of leverage both. Um, and same thing for, um, for, you know, something like YouTube ads, right? Naturally, uh, people say they see you on a YouTube ad, right? And they see your brand. They probably want to check you out on social and Instagram on Facebook and see, okay, is this brand legit? You know, what kind of, what, what are their customers saying? Right. Uh, what are they posting about, you know, this and that. And uh, you know, it's just important to, to really have a wholesome strategy to think as a consumer, right. You're naturally kind of going to look across these different platforms that you use on a daily basis to, you know, assess brands and uh, and before you make a purchase decision. Uh, and, you know, as you said, the kind of attribution can be tricky there. And that's yeah. why I think we're moving to more blended kind of, structure in terms of like a marketing efficiency ratio between ad spend versus the total store revenue that we're seeing and yeah. trying to get away from like less of the specifics of, okay, this ad converted here, right? Because customers do go through a complex life cycle before buying typically. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it definitely is important to, to blend the two. So it just depends. Yeah. Think, thinking about my own experience and not to add another wrench into the attribution problem, but at my own experience, like if I see a new product that I, you know, I'm, I'm browsing on Facebook and I see a video for something, I might watch the video. I probably won't click through, but then I will go and probably Google that brand yeah. or to really throw the wrench in is I'll go to Amazon, which I think a lot of people do because I have yeah. Prime. I yeah. know that if, if something goes wrong, I'll probably get some help with it. Yeah. You know, probably be here in a couple of days and I'll get a decent price for it. Yeah. Exactly. So as a shopper, you know, that motivation is there, but that's another bridge in the gap of, of attribution that now I'm like, yeah. well, if I'm not on, if you're not on Amazon, you're not going to be found. Exactly. But it's yeah. also like a black box and you're like, okay, well, look at all these great Amazon sales. Yeah. Uh, Facebook's doing nothing when an actual Facebook's doing everything to drive those Amazon sales. So it, it's a, a tough, yeah. tough game for sure. It is. Yeah. And I mean, that's the most important thing with attribution at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, you know, driving sales is the main thing, but it's like you want to be able to know what's working so that you can do more of that and less of what's not. And and that's really the main thing yeah. that it comes down to, which has been a bit tougher with um, with Facebook and the recent issues there. So that's one thing I think that Google has over Facebook as well as I like their tracking a little bit better. But now with like UTMs and and even so softwares like Triple Whale and stuff like that, you can track pretty effectively yeah. with UTMs and then using Google Analytics. Um, but you know, there's always going to be a gap. I mean, you're never going to get perfect tracking because customers sure. will just purchase with a different email or on a different you know browser, whatever yeah. it might be. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. There's a question here from Ron uh, that I'm kind of in intrigued by. I mean, we we typically use Facebook and Google Ads directly for like let's drive the sale, let's mm -hmm. let's you know grow the the revenue of the business. But it certainly could be used for this and, and maybe a little more difficult on the Google side. But Ron's asking any tips on how you can leverage Facebook and Google ads to boost organic. So any thoughts on that, Blake? Yeah, so that's that's a great question. And uh, and again, it comes down to you know what the main objective is, right? So obviously for an e-commerce brand, it's typically going to be purchase. And that's kind of as performance marketers, what you get sucked into is like, all right, let me just try to get the shortest time to sale as possible so that I can see the ROAS right away and uh, right get a return and hopefully kind of scale that up. 
But organic comes in, you know, huge, especially because, you know, you're trying to build a brand, right? You're trying to build intent where people, you know, want to search just for you guys because they love your products. And I think, you know, ads are, are one thing, but it's also, you know, when it comes to building a brand, building up organic traffic, right? There's so much more that goes into that. And, you know, it just comes down to how, how your brand's positioned, right? Is there just a, a burning desire for your brand, for how you're positioned, right? How you speak to your customers in the market that just really resonates with somebody that is going to get them, even though, um, you know, they might have been introduced to you through an ad, are they going to now continually, you know, search for you? So I think that's one of those things is it's, it's not so much the ad strategy there, but it's it's stripping back the brand and then making sure you're positioned in a way that is is unique and, and people just you know, really resonate with you in your specific target market. Um, that's going to contribute the most to organic right growth. But you know, there is other ways to kind of do that as well. Um, you know, in terms of uh, you know, like brand awareness campaigns and uh, you know, st stuff along those lines that'll kind of just get a really broad range of people to kind of see your stuff, check you out. Um, but overall, I think it's going to come down to to positioning yourself well, um, being clear on who you're targeting. And just kind of slowly building up, you know, everything, right? And you know, yeah, it's not going to just be the ads, right? You have to start to, you know, potentially leverage influencer marketing, right? Post on your socials, right? Leverage as many areas as you can, because I feel like that the biggest metric, you know, for organic, that's a good metric to track in terms of like, is your brand growing, right? With, mm -hmm. with the market, so. Yeah, I, I kind of think in the opposite terms of here, like what, because I'm so ad focused, but like, what yeah. organically can I leverage to to make the ads perform better? Like if you're owning yeah, yeah, yeah. a keyword or like the brand organically, then I want that ad in there. Then people are like, you know, maybe they'll click on the ad, but they're definitely going to click on the site. But you're yeah. owning that search result yeah. or organically on social. Like, do you have a post that did really well? And can we yeah. boost that post, get even more engagement? And then utilize that as an ad somewhere in the funnel. Yeah, uh, you know, I I think more that way. Uh, so it's a yeah, really interesting I, I do question. Too. I do on. too. But yeah, it's just it's just when you're thinking about boosting organic, like I've just seen it where it's like you you want like the best clients are like the ones that have a great organic like pre existing audience already that that you can tap into as as a as a marketer. Um, yeah. And and the transition between like paid and and uh, and you know organic. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely a connection there, but it's, it's difficult because as performance marketers, we're trying to get the return, not necessarily like boosting or, you know, organic, uh, reach, right. We're trying to, we're trying to reach those yeah. people who are already ready to kind of buy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely. And, you know, we, 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 we coach our clients to not be fully reliant on Google ads. I mean, we, we are, or ads in general, you know, yeah. just, you know, whether it's Google, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, wherever, we don't want them to just be focused on only ads as their way of growing. It is a way to accelerate growth and do it a lot quicker than doing it organically, but you should have yeah. both. You should have an established brand. You should, you know, have some influence over your customers. You should yeah. have some real organic foundational pieces in place. Mm -hmm. uh, we just want to focus on the ads because that's the most, it's the most exciting part of digital marketing for me. It's like, it man, is, I could yeah. have a campaign up real quick, start seeing some stuff happening, start yeah. optimizing and growing. It is. Yeah. Um, Blake, I'm kind of curious which platform like from the usability standpoint, like, do you prefer to use Google uh, or Facebook when it comes to setting up e-commerce ads from a, from a like ease of use? They, they are yeah. quite different in sort of how they're set up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a great question. that's actually, I had some like pros and cons here related to Facebook and, and Google ads. And uh, <laughs> yeah, one of those things is Facebook is kind of a black box. I feel like it's, 
it's a lot more complicated to set up. And even like, especially for top of funnel ads, like the time that can go into like optimizing that. And it's gotten better, I guess I would say, because, you know, it's not as dependent on, um, let's say like the audience targeting and, and optimizing for like this 1% lookalike versus like this three and a half percent lookalike. Like it's not as much about that anymore, but it is still quite complicated to set up like for your middle and bottom of funnel campaigns and segmenting each of those and excluding those based on like where they are in the funnel, mm. just a, a little bit more complicated. And then as I said, optimizing top of funnel in terms of, you know, the goal is you're really trying to get a social ad that's just going to pop. And, and so you really have to isolate each of the variables in terms of the creative, the copy, the headline, um, and the angles and stuff like that to make sure, you know, you're landing at the most effective ad that can then scale versus Google ads. I do like a lot better for the setup of it, because as you said, like, it's almost like remarketing and, and their AI is really great as well. So things like smart shopping and, and smart search, right. Display remarketing and branded keyword search remarketing, right. All of that is, is pretty like set it, forget it type of deal. And then yeah. just kind of monitor the results, right. Do some optimizations here and there, put in some ROAS caps, um, but in general, I, I would say Google Ads is, is a bit, for those campaigns that I've said, is a bit easier to manage. If you're getting into things like you know YouTube ads and, and really trying to optimize and scale that, that can get a little bit more complex for sure. But um, but yeah, I would say one of the cons of Facebook, complicated and intimidating for most people. And Google Ads, it's, it's a bit more user-friendly. It's a bit more, if you are super busy and just kind of want to get some ads up and running and get some success, yeah. Google Ads is going to be your friend, so... Yeah. Google ads is your friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I find like Facebook, you know, there's kind of a couple different ways to get at a couple different things. And so yeah. I'm like, you know, like when you're setting up the ads and you have all the tabs and stuff, you can click through or you can edit and you're like, okay, now I'm moving into different sections. It just, yeah, it's not yeah, as yeah, yeah. intuitive. And then the business yeah. managers at times, I just find like, man, they could, I feel like they could have made it better, but I don't know because yep. there's a lot more moving pieces that maybe Google um, yeah, doesn't have I agree. I think I think Google has specifically kind of tried to position themselves as like that friendly platform that anybody can go into right. and use. I mean, like when you first create a Google like account, the first thing they do is like walk you through, like hold your hand, creating like a smart campaign that you could just run on like twenty dollars a day or whatever, right? And Facebook, it's like, yeah, you boost a post, but like you know, once you get into like creating a business manager and and setting all that stuff up, it's like, yeah, there's a million different like areas and sections. And, oh, yeah. and it just, I think it's just a bit more complicated overall and, yeah, and it's sure. a bit more intimidating. Yeah. So, so I know my answer to this next question, but I'm curious yours. So I won't lead into with, with my answer, but uh, which yeah. platform do you feel like you can be more creative on? Definitely, definitely Facebook. Um, again, because I think of, you know, how you can adjust the copywriting, right? The headlines. Um, it just feels a little bit more like advertising. And I think like that we've, we've touched yeah. on that too. Um, so it's just, you, yeah, you control the ad a bit more, right? It's almost like a TV ad. Like it just kind of feels like that where it is, right? You're able to do those optimizations. You're able to to show a creative that, you know, can get likes, can get engagement, right? And and you can get right, right really quick feedback versus Google ads. You know, if you're doing like a search campaign or or, or a shopping campaign, whatever, like there's very little control over what's happening. Um, right. They're just kind of showing your product with a price or, you know, a, a generic search kind of headline. That's not really too creative at all. Um, and again, I think that's where the benefit and scalability of Facebook comes in is because, you know, you get rewarded based on how kind of creative you are and how effective, you know, you position and create your app. 
Yeah, I've had, I've always had a real hard time calling the the creatives on on Google creatives. I call them yeah. the text ads, and, yeah, exactly. and they're very yeah. boring because a lot of times you're trying to take like, okay, here's the keyword that I want to include in the text, yeah, right, and here's the thing I want to say, and then I only have like thirty characters to say it. So yeah. a lot of times, you know, clients will come up with like some messaging they worked really really hard on, really speaks to their USP. They want to include that in that, but I'm like, okay, well. I want to I want to marry the like keyword data with your message and if I do that yeah. then I've got like you know 37 characters I'm like over yeah. my limit okay I can add it to the description but how many people are really reading those descriptions so yeah, I mean exactly. I think yeah. I, again we got to remember that there is YouTube ads and there are banners yeah. and I think I think Google's gotten a little bit better with their display ad builder and some of mm -hmm. the variables you can add in there it's a yeah. little more like Facebook, but I do agree that I think there's a little more openness for creativity mm -hmm. on the Facebook uh, ads platform. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, that's just kind of, I think, comes down to just the platform itself. Like Google is very different than Facebook just by nature. So um, yeah. it's just you get a little bit more cookie cutter, I think, with their platform because of just how it is. So yeah. So so what are the, some of the things that you love on either platform. We've talked about some of the cons and negatives, but what are the, some of the things that you love on Google or Facebook uh, for promoting e-commerce campaigns? Uh, well, I, I think for Facebook and and Instagram, one of my biggest benefits or, or like go-tos, like say I'm looking at a new at a brand, like potentially we might bring on as a client or might work with whatever, is the fact that you can have such a, you know, a big social following and it's so easy to kind of break down and, and remarket to those people in the middle and bottom of funnel. And I think that that's a bit more of a struggle with, with Google um, is to kind of build out your funnel, you know, middle bottom based on user intent, based on, you know, and excluding the, you know, the kind of the other steps to really like hone your messaging in based on where they are. And that's an area that Facebook really shines is, you know, you can tap into your Instagram and, and Facebook engagers, you know, the, still tap into the website visitors and your ad carts and stuff like that. Um, and get a really great idea in terms of looking at the metrics on based on where people are in the funnel and, and how things are kind of converting there. So I would say that's one of my biggest benefits. And, and again, something that I always kind of look at with Facebook is, is that social following and, and making sure that the remarketing is structured well there. Um, yeah, for Google ads, uh, sorry, what was, what was the exact question Just again? Just what are, what are the what are the pros of, of either one? Like what are the reasons oh, okay. that you really like those platforms? Yeah, the things. You and then yeah, for, for Google Ads, I think it's kind of that same thing with like the simplicity of it, and and I think that like as a media buyer, that's why I really like it is is you can get great results, and it's not, uh, you know, super super complicated, and like really any brand I think could could have um, somewhat pretty good success on Google Ads just with a shopping campaign, right? Setting that up and uh, you know tapping into some search keywords. Right. And, and, you know, just kind of letting it run. I think, I think in that sense, that's why I really like Google ads, but uh, again, they each, you know, have, have their own position. Yeah. It depends on the brand that I think is, you know, running the ads kind of what's going to be. Yeah. Why it why really is one over the other for, for the brand. It really is like apple apples to oranges here when we, when we talk about this. Right. And it, it yeah. we've positioned it as a either, or it's definitely not an either, or it's more like, yeah. how do we combine them? How do we utilize them? And yeah. does one platform make sense to use or not use? Yeah. Uh, but in a lot of cases you're going to end up using, yeah, using both. Uh, so with that in mind, here's an even trickier question to answer. Yeah. Uh, which, which platform Google ads or Facebook ads has the better AI in your opinion? Uh, that's a great question. Um, 
Yeah, I, I honestly, I will definitely before I would have said Facebook, like hands down, like, you know, two, three, four years ago, whatever. I think like they were the first to the game with like the, the lookalike audiences and, and right. you could get like some really, really great results with that. Um, and, and, you know, the pixel setup, I think was, was really, you know, fascinating for a lot of people and how you could kind of view the data, I think was a lot better, right? You get exact breakdowns of like your cost per added carts and things were like super, super accurate. And so naturally you could leverage that data a lot better. Now in this kind of day and age, I do think Google ads, um, has, has a really great AI for things like, you yeah. know, smart shopping, smart search, uh, and, and just kind of optimizing it, um, that way. But honestly, I, it's hard to say now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean more towards Google Ads. I think now, just because iOS has been uh, yeah. frustrating um, for me. But again, I think um, I think they're both still really great AI overall. As long as like let's say for e-commerce brand, you do have a lot of purchases coming through, and you're able to like feed the AI of both. I think both are going to be able to optimize really well around getting more purchases for less dollars. So yeah, and and it it is interesting, right? I mean. Uh... I think Facebook has landed itself in, in some hot water because of some of the targeting options they've created yeah. and yeah. how they've like really positioned themselves on like, we own your data. We give us your data. We're going to do what we want with your data. Whereas yeah. Google's been a little bit more quiet about that. But if you really think about it, like, you know, the, the Google Chrome browser, your Android yeah. device, uh, yeah. your Gmail, your Google search history. Yeah. Right. I mean, man, they got a lot of data points on you to know, yeah potentially even before you know when you're going to buy something or when yeah. you're going to be like convinced of, of a brand or something, right? Like they have mm -hmm. a lot of information. They're just not as forthcoming with just like, Hey, target this specific type of person in these areas, which can be yeah. a little bit scary for some people and, and encroach on some privacy stuff, or even like have advertisers take advantage of a certain type of, of, of person or, or culture. Right. Yeah. So Google's, I don't know. They've been really smart about how they've done it. And they've, they've for the most part, avoided some of the hot water that Facebook uh, ads have landed in. Yeah, I think so. And I think a big reason for that potentially is, you know, you're going to go on Facebook or Instagram. And I think I saw like a lot of memes or stuff like that about it, where it was like, you would, you would be thinking about a product or whatever. And then it's like, you would see it on your Facebook feed. And yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, like, I think of how much time people spend like on Instagram and Facebook like they and they were just kind of getting like like worried by how targeted and like how good the ads were at like yeah. you know showing them the exact thing that they that they just looked at the other day and and it just kind of got to a point where I think people were like hey like this you know it feels maybe maybe it's not even as much of an infringement as like Google but it feels like uh like they just have too much information too much data on you because these ads are like just too just too They're relevant too good. Or something like that you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. And, and I, you know, I don't know where, where you stand on this, but you know, like for me, you know, 10 years ago, the ads that we got were highly, highly irrelevant. The yeah. ads that we're getting today are much more relevant, but yeah. people are more aware of that. So I don't really want to go back to the day when we just have like these flashing banners that are really ugly. They're just trying to grab your attention for some general offer. Yeah, I agree. But I, agree. I understand people's appreciation of their own privacy and how their data is managed and they don't want to yeah. just be followed around and, and annoyed with ads. So it's, yeah. I don't know where to stand on that, but yeah, you do have the option. Like I know for myself, I, I set up like specific guards on <laughs> making sure I don't really get advertised to. And then there's, you know, ways to kind of do that. Um, yep. you know, to a certain extent, I mean, obviously you're still going to kind of get a few that leak through, but you know, there's a way to control it, but yeah, in general, I mean, just based on, you know, what YouTube videos you watch, you know, what type of Instagram accounts you like, 
whatever or follow it's like you're going to be you're going to be hit with some pretty relevant ads and it kind of like irks me sometimes because yeah. i'm like why is this <laughs> why is this positioned so well for exactly what i'm thinking right now like for example like info products it's like you know i'm struggling with this exact issue and and they just kind of like hit you with like a perfect offer and you're just like man i wish that wasn't yeah. so perfect that i want and to it's like, so that funny to be on both sides enough. Yeah, it's so funny to be on both sides as like a user and also as an advertiser, right? Like, yeah, I exactly. Have yeah, I have definitely have a, a depending on which hat I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what what do you think? And this is another big question. But what do you think is in the future for Facebook or Google Ads, right? Or or even just you know keeping with this versus theme. Yeah. Uh, how do you think those will be used together or or uh, you know separately in the future at, for, as a media buyer for e-commerce? Um, so I think I, I do think Google and Facebook are, and, and looking at like market trends of how these platforms go, like it was really expressed to me, um, in a way that just made sense on like their business model, where it's like initially these platforms, specifically Facebook, I wouldn't, I mean, not necessarily Google, but I mean, Google to the same extent, right. They, they attract customers like for free right at the start. And, you know, that's where like Instagram and they were just growing, they would give you so much organic reach. And then they get to a point where they have a giant user base and then they really monetize that. And the life cycle of that business kind of goes like up, up, and then they monetize it a bunch. And then it, it kind of slowly drops off as they kind of squeeze every dollar out of it. And I think that's where you're seeing like something like TikTok. <laughs> they're in the early stages of like, they're really just growing their, their traffic, right? They're giving a ton of organic reach. They're starting to monetize it, but they're not quite at that peak yet. So I do think Facebook and Google have really peaked in terms of, of you know, overall users, at least as much as they're going to get, like they're still going to be, you know, growing and as you know, population increases, whatever. But you know, they're kind of just gonna gonna hang around there. I think as potentially new platforms like TikTok, Snapchat. You know, people experiment on those other platforms. Facebook and Google are just the two that are like the old reliable. I think are gonna kind of be known as as like, you know, maybe the CPMs are kind of steadily going up. But you know, you could go to Facebook and they have good AI. Uh, you know, you can get a sale right, and it's not gonna mm -hmm. be. Like you're not going to blow money, right? Because because they have been doing this for so long now that they know kind of where your customer is going to kind of populate. And same thing for Google Ads. I think I think that's how people are going to look at both those platforms as like the old trustees. Um, but there's not potentially as much um, opportunity as something like you know a TikTok ads that has you know um, that's like a, a little bit more untapped. So that's kind of where I see things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. That, that makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, I th not that they've necessarily peaked in like how many users they'll they'll get because they're definitely going to get more users, but they've peaked in that like they've, they've seen that inflection point happen. Yeah. Where TikTok is on that and we don't really know how far or how high that one will go. Will it overtake them p potentially? Yeah, uh, exactly. But like it's interesting to see because that is their business model. It's like acquires many users and then once you're at like a, a healthy user mark, like now they have a backend team to start to build up the ads manager and start to build out that so that they can most effectively monetize it and something for e-commerce in general, it's going to be, can you get the, the, you know, these brands all like really good cost per conversions. Um, yeah. And so it's like a matter of building out the AI really. Uh, and that's yeah. what's kind of most important for, for those kind of companies that are, have that business. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so uh, coming to the end of the, the podcast, and I got to ask the ultimate question, you know, we, we're talking about Facebook uh, ads versus Google ads for e-commerce. If you could only choose one, if there could only be one, which yeah. platform would you choose to to run e-commerce ads on? 
That's a great question. That's a great question. And I think, I think I'm going to go for Facebook and Instagram ads and barring YouTube ads, because I, I really do like YouTube ads, but I haven't like quite scaled up, you know, a really great YouTube ad campaign. I think that's maybe what's holding me back. And I know the investment that goes into like creating a great YouTube ad. So mm -hmm. overall, uh, I, as we kind of mentioned, I think the creative freedom of Facebook and Instagram um, is what makes the platform so great. And, uh, you know, even though it might be a little more black box, might be a little bit more technical, I think you get, um, you know, a really big benefit out of uh, seeing a, a great ad that gets a ton of engagement that people resonate with, um, just kind of really grow and, and even take over in terms of like organic shares and stuff like that. So I had to go one, one platform. I I'm going to go for that. Um, and again, that's kind of me personally too, cause I have a lot of experience on that platform and it's, it's, uh, just one of those things that like, you know, I, I just jive with a bit better, but yeah. Yeah, no, great. And, and, you know, you probably, you know, it's a sort of an artificial question to ask, right? Like you probably wouldn't be in a world where you're like, Oh, I can't do Google. I mean, I guess there could be cases where an advertiser or a client just is like, you know, we don't want to do Google or there's some reason why they can't do yeah. Google. You know, there are various policies that, you know, maybe differ on each platform. So yeah, uh, there may sure. be those cases, but um yeah, really, really interesting. And uh, Blake, I really appreciate your, your time today. Uh, it was no great problem. to chat with you. Uh, where can uh, where can people find you, connect with you, maybe on, on LinkedIn or if you're on Twitter or somewhere else? Um, I, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I believe my LinkedIn is, well, it's just my name, Blake Bauer. Um, my ad is like Blake C. Bauer. Uh, so uh, yeah, pretty much for like business related stuff, just connect on, on uh, LinkedIn. I don't really use too many other social platforms i should probably create a twitter uh, i do have an instagram but i don't have photos so check me out on those other platforms but you know i don't know how active i'm going to be the plan is you know maybe later in the coming years I'll, I'll get a little more active on social but but yeah check me out on linkedin and and let's uh we can connect there yeah absolutely and, and anyone else that's uh listening or watching uh you can always check us out at uh, www.jetstream.agency our yeah. website and then also on linkedin we are at jetstream agency you can check us out there and, and watch for other lives uh, that will be coming out soon. So thanks again, Blake. Really appreciate it. And thanks to everyone that uh, tuned in today and listened to us battle through Facebook ads versus Google ads. So thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. All right. Bye for now. All right. See ya.